0: Hey, hey, you're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. Plus, hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how you can break through to success. If you're ready to dig in, listen in to today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Fearless Pursuits Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Koenig, a life and business growth expert, and this is another bulletproof interview designed for the online entrepreneur who wants more joy, success, and freedom from their life and business. This is episode number 37. So if you want to get paid what you're worth, feel good about what you're doing in your business and life without all of that overwhelm, then you are in the right place. Be sure to come back every single Thursday where I drop a fresh episode that will tackle all the tough issues around building wealth and at the same time, designing the life that lights you up. So today, we're continuing on with the Bulletproof series, and I'm interviewing an entrepreneur that truly is bulletproof. Rajiv Murumba shares how you can use resilience and determination to create a plan B when life throws you a curveball. Wanting more and knowing you've got what it takes are just two ingredients Rajiv is using right now, which is helping to create a new life for himself and ultimately making a huge impact on other people's lives. Listen in now as we talk on the importance of self-image and having a strong, inner determination to make success when you need to start all over again. Hey Rajiv, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Sharon?
0: Really good. I'm so grateful for you to be on the podcast today. And I know my audience is really excited to hear your story. It's, it's really a, a story that... This really made me feel for you. I, I realize that you've gone through so much. So I'm super excited to have you. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. It's a pleasure joining you.
0: So I've had the opportunity to kind of talk with you a little bit and get to know mm-hmm. you better, but my audience doesn't know you. So why don't you tell my audience something that most people don't know about you?
1: Well, let me just go back to the beginning of... Uh my journey you know in my teens the very first job that i did was to teach a couple of kindergarten students i used to go and uh, teach them one day a week and uh, i used to make 3 bucks 3 dollars a month oh my god <laughs> 3 dollars a month yeah that's what i that's what that's where i started
0: wow those are some pretty humble beginnings
1: yeah and then i think the next one is uh, you know, I came to the U.S. with two suitcases as a student and 100 bucks in my pocket and uh, a check for my first semester fee, uh, from uh, which was a loan my dad took, which I returned at a later point in time. And just a determination that I was going to get through college on my own. I had no idea if I would find a scholarship or an assistantship, but I knew I would make it happen. And I did. You know, I came out uh, debt-free out of my MBA, and uh, I worked my way through school and paid for it
0: that's some serious determination and i love what you said there i knew that i would make it happen and this is something that is so interesting there's there's been some studies that were done um, on children for example um they the studies showed that there was two groups of students one where they had this self-image you know, Mm -hmm. their, their own personal self image, what they thought of themselves. I, this is who I am. I am, um, someone who succeeds. I am smart. I am, um, capable, where there's these other students, for whatever reasons, they thought of themselves as not very smart and not capable of doing things. And so the two groups of, of kids grew up, and we could see through these studies as they, as the researchers followed them through the years, that the, the children who, At that time had really healthy self-image were more successful they were determined and they were able to succeed where the other children who did not have a healthy self-image really struggled as they went along so I love that so much that you just knew you're going to do it and you did you've achieved some amazing things but along the way Your journey wasn't all roses and sunshine, was it?
1: No, it wasn't. And I think that's the part, right? You know you're growing when you fail and then you succeed afterwards. Um, To to your point, self-image, self-esteem is so essential. A lot of us, a lot of people have their self-images tied to the job that they do, Mm -hmm. for instance. And it's tied very closely. So when something doesn't work out or when something goes wrong, they tend to take it very personally. Yes. And I think it's important for people to separate their personal esteem from their professional career or from their professional image as well. And, and it's pretty important because you can't take things personally if you want to grow. You know, the world is not a bed of roses and people need to know that and people need to learn that, you know. And I've learned that throughout my life. I've actually, when I began my journey, you know, I took an MBA from India and uh, while my uh, you know, friends and other students were out there trying to get into cushy jobs, I decided to go with a Canadian firm that had come into India and was introducing direct marketing. You know, they were actually selling imported toys, gifts, kitchenware, door to door. And it was a new concept in India. And I decided to join them and I went door to door for a year and a half. It was the toughest part of my career, I believe, Uh, but it laid such a solid foundation for me afterwards that when I look back now, you know, I remember what it taught me. It wasn't easy. My very first day out going door to door by around, I started around eight o'clock in the morning. I had a a heavy bag. I was lugging around and by 12 o'clock, somebody literally slammed the door in my face and, and I was broken. You no, know, I, I was broken and I came back to the office. I dumped my bag and I told the guy who trained me, who was an American, that this is it. I can't do it. So he sat me down, gave me some a bottle of water. And then he said, listen, either you decide to continue to face nose and become strong, where, you know, they just brush off or you walk out of fear. And if you walk out of fear, you're history. And I don't know what will happen with you. So you decide right now. And then. I took a moment, I picked up my bag, I went back, as he said, I spent the entire day going through the nose. And there was something they called the law of averages. And uh, They said, you know, if you go and meet about 300 people a day, you're bound to get about 30 yeses, somewhere or the other. It can happen at the beginning of the day, middle of the day, end of the day, or dispersed throughout the day, but it'll happen. And I just trusted that and went went and did what I had to do. And, you know, obviously I didn't sell 30 pieces the first day, but I managed to sell about half of it. But that brought my confidence back up. It boosted my confidence. I stuck with it. I went door to door for a year and a half. I built a team. I opened up a franchisee office with them. I ran it for a year. And at a point in time, they decided to start sourcing their merchandise locally. And once they did that, then I asked myself a question. If they can do it, why can't I? Mm -hmm. And then I separated from them. I started my own company. And I started sourcing my own merchandise. I failed the first time. And then I I restarted it, and the second time I restarted it, I grew it to about twelve locations, three hundred associates going door to door in about a year, and it it did really well, you know. And then I, you know, later I divested from it. I got into technology, and that's how my journey to the U.S. happened. I came to the U.S., took another MBA in information systems, and then got embarked on the healthcare journey that I am on. Um, So I was I worked with a couple of benefits administration firms. I grew through the ranks, all my experience experience in India didn't matter. And I helped a technology company open up their exports division back in India. Then I came to the US. I grew through the ranks. I got into healthcare. I, I moved around different companies. I was with startups. I helped them grow. I was with the grown-up companies. I was with the large Fortune 500 companies. I was with several different companies, um, basically looking at my career growth. You know, recently, like you and I spoke about, I was actually running operations for a large uh, contracting company, Medicaid contracting company, you know, the company ended up changing hands between private equity firms. And like it always happens, new leadership came into place. They started making some changes, you know, their business was up and down. They started letting a few people go. I got caught up in a layoff round. I came out with a severance package and I had two choices, right? One choice was I sulk and then uh, look for my next job. And, you know, I did that for a while. I, I still, you know, keep looking. But the thing is, I just can't keep myself down. I just can't beat myself up on looking for that next opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm obviously looking to grow. I'm looking to looking for the next opportunity, but I have to create something for myself is what I told myself. And, you know, most of us, all of us as humans have immense potential. But we waste our time away sitting in front of a TV and watching Netflix, for instance. I'm not saying Netflix is bad or watching TV once in a while or, you know, a couple of hours here and there during the week is bad because that's how you get your information. Whether it's news you're watching or whether it's movies, that's how you get your entertainment too. But we all have the potential to create so much more from our own experiences, our expertise, the life that we have lived. And I told myself, I'm like, you know, I'm at a point in my career, in my in my life, I have to start extracting what I know, and putting it out there, so that others can consume it and benefit from it, you know, whether it's my story, my thoughts, my skills, whatever it is. And that's, that's where my journey started during the, my downturn here. And I decided that I'm not just going to keep looking for a, a job all the time, I decided I'm going to spend some time on my creative skills. And I decided to pursue a podcast. So I figured out what podcasting is, how it's done. You know, I, I spent a lot of time learning about it. And, and then I launched mine. It's about four months old. It's been growing really well. You know, it's been doubling every month at this point. And you know, my podcast, it's called Plan B Success. And I do about three episodes a week. One of them's an interview. With an inspiring individual, whether it's from business or the movies or an athlete or whoever you know any creative field who can inspire others and then I pick topics topics that people generally don't want to talk about or are scared to talk about and or and then I talk about them I do my research and then I talk about them I put the facts in front of them, I opinionate on them and those are my episodes. I've talked about things like uh, do nice people make or managers, or is HR really the backbone of a company, or does it play a second fiddle? You know, uh, to to the exec team. And those are true questions, right? A lot of employees ask themselves: If I have an issue, do I go to HR and will it solve it for me, or not? You know, th- those kinds of things. And then, how do you how do you reach your full potential? How can you be your most creative self? What can you do for yourself? So those are some of the things that I've been doing. I've I've, uh, spent time writing a book and getting it published. I did that. Um, So, you know, I'm still, uh, I've been a healthcare entrepreneur and an executive for the last 20 plus years. And, you know, I do want to get into probably running a company, a healthcare company uh, at some point in the near future. But at the same time, it doesn't mean I pack my bags and Mm -hmm. not do what I'm doing, which I'm doing right now. You know, I've created courses. I'm trying to spread the word around them. But I think we all need to do that because you know when we get to the point where we are retiring or to our last leg of the journey in life, we should be able to look back and make sure that we have no regrets. And I think that's my big mantra: no regrets. It's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's not about um, what what I can and cannot do. It's about when I look back, I should be able to say I have no regrets with a life well lived.
0: You have done so much. And I love where you are right now, but I want to go back, you know, when you were talking about when you were doing door to door, for example, so what I'm hearing a lot of is resilience, right? And This is something a lot of people don't have. This is something that we need to talk about. Here we are talking about how to become bulletproof because we as entrepreneurs realize that it is a journey that is full of bumps it's it's mm-hmm. not a smooth road i don't know too many entrepreneurs honestly that have had a really smooth road on their journey to success right and so there's a lot of listeners out there that are on you know different parts of their path mm-hmm. and you know they need to really understand what it takes to actually get to the results that they want and you know, talking with a lot of my clients, when they come to me, a lot of them are talking about strategy. They just want to hear about all the things that you have to do to actually reach this level of success that they want. How do I get my products out there? Um, you know, all of those kinds of things. But we realize, especially as I'm listening to you and and listening to other people that I'm interviewing in the series of Becoming Bulletproof, there is is something very um, unique, I guess, that a lot of entrepreneurs are missing. And it's, it's really these um, characteristics of what it takes to be an entrepreneur, and we're talking about resilience, for example. That's one, and then tenacity to you know keep going at things, to have a strong mind. So as I'm listening to your story, for example, I mean you took us through many, many years in your journey. But I realized you didn't give up in your early years when, you know, there you were knocking on doors and you were just trying to get started. And a lot of people would have given up. They would not have had the tenacity, you know, to the commitment to be able to go door to door. It was a good thing you did have someone that you went to that actually said, look, you know, you've got two choices. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you essentially can, you know, change your mindset to have this high performance mentality or you can just go into failure and just give up and that's what a lot of entrepreneurs do a lot of people do they're like this is just too hard I think I'll just give up. I'm not meant for this. Um, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. This is what a lot of people do because they feel very overwhelmed and very stressed out. Um, They're just really not sure. They're lost. And this is where Plan B, I love your product, Plan B comes in because we realize that, you know, sometimes things don't work out and we just have to keep pushing. But the one thing I heard from you was how you just kept one-upping yourself. You kept pushing yourself to a new level. And this is this growth mindset that entrepreneurs need to have. We need to understand that as entrepreneurs, if we're going to reach these, Uh, results that we want, like what you did in creating your podcast and creating your, your products that you have, we have to decide if we're just going to have the fixed mindset where this is my life and just accept it. I lost, I got laid off. I have to accept it. Or you say, you know what? There's more to me that I have. I have these skills. I have this Uh, ability to share with the world what I can do and why not go out and try and so this is the growth mindset so we have resilience we have a growth mindset we have uh, tenacity what other types of characteristic characteristics would you think that entrepreneurs need to have to dig deep in themselves when times get tough because they will
1: sure so, you know, I think, I think one of the most important things, and I talk about it in one of my courses, is that as a person, you have a certain authenticity about your true self. And the only person who knows that is you. You know what you're about. You know, and whether you consciously know it or not, there's a certain person living in that body of yours. And the more you reflect it on the world outside, the better off you are because i think a lot of people have these different images that they put up right you go to work you have a different image you talk to your boss you have a different image you talk to a client you have a different image you yourself are a different image with your family and friends you are a different person it's it becomes cumbersome to carry yourself around like that at a point in time it's time to melt away those layers it's time to break those walls that you have put around yourself because what happens is when you are someone with the walls around you, guess what? Next time you go and talk to another person, it's walls meeting walls. It's not two people meeting. If people today talk about depression, mental health issues, if people today talk about how they don't have friends, it's because you haven't allowed it in your life. And I think it's important. You know, understanding who you truly are is important and being able to reflect that person on the outside is important because then you don't have to second guess yourself, no matter in which situation you are, you can be your true authentic self and those that gel with your personality will be attracted towards you. Those that don't, you don't have to worry about them. And that's how you put your true self out there. The other thing to your point, some of the other characteristics are, you know, being when you hear all this information that's that's being pushed at you in terms of what others are thinking, you have to take it with a pinch of salt. You can't let it affect you or if you're down a certain path, you have a plan and you're executing on it, you will have ups and downs. You will have people that are going to try to pull you down, naysayers, and you will have others who will be inspired by it, irrespective of that, don't, don't get elated or disappointed based on what you're facing on a day-to-day basis just go on your journey you know one of the things that I did when I was going door-to-door was it was a taboo in in India you know a guy with a master's degree is going door-to-door lugging a bag my, my own family didn't approve of it mm. I went to I went and did it I'm like you know I don't see anything wrong that I'm doing you know I'm doing sales out there I'm learning about attitude I'm learning about how to close a sale in less than a minute and a half.
0: Mm.
1: I'm learning about, you know, how to read people's body language. I'm learning all this. And that's what I was thinking when I was going door to door. But for the person who was looking at me from the outside, it's like, why is this guy carrying a bag and going door to door? He could end up in a cushy job in XYZ company and look at what his friends are doing. Look at what he's doing. So it's it's basically what you allow to affect you. You know, when I ran that business, you know, there, there were points in time where I made 10 times more than what my friends were making in companies. At a very young age, you know, there there were times where my parents wanted to find out what the hell is this guy doing? Is he doing anything illegal? They came and check, <laughs> checked on what I was doing. So, you know, there, there were things like that too. So, but the point is, it's that that will, you know, that attitude that you have where you say to yourself, no matter what i'm going to go ahead and give this a go the point, the even the question is not whether you're going to pass or fail the question is not whether you're going to succeed or not the question is have you tried it
0: mm-hmm. i don't,
1: i don't mind trying and failing because then i can i know i failed i can move on to the next thing and this whole concept of don't have a plan b you know make sure that you just have a plan a and then go all at it i don't agree with it you know if you f- believe that having a plan B means you're looking for an escape, I, I think that's totally wrong. You need to know when to give up on a certain thing when you're failing as well. right? You need to know that you have to make an intelligent decision when something's not working out and you step out of it and then go at something else. That's an important part. You just can't keep going at a wall again and again and again and again <laughs>
0: right.
1: when it's not breaking. Um, uh, uh, because you know so at some point you'll break your hands or your head so you need to know that. And I think plan B is an important aspect of it. And, and plan B necessarily doesn't mean that you're, you're on one path, it's not working, then move to the next one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It could also be an alternate path. In, in my view, right, right now, my plan B is I've got all this expertise that I want to share. And it's all inside of me. If, if I did not put that pa- podcast out, you and I wouldn't know each other at this point.
0: That's Right?
1: Right. You and I would have never met, we wouldn't be having this dialogue and all I wanted to say would be inside of me and one day just go away with me. And I think it's it's in our own interest to take that step, go ahead and take that step and, and make it happen. And there are a lot of things that can happen without really exerting a lot of energy as well. And that's what people need to understand. And everything is not serious, right? You don't have to take yourself very seriously. Um, obviously give the seriousness to the work that you choose and give it your best. Don't worry about if your best is, you know, 10 or 20% less than somebody else's bed. That's not the point here. The point is, did you give it your best or not? Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's, it's the attitude that you carry. It's that, uh, you know, they used to call it uh, having a rhino skin, which is, you know, the, when, when you go out in the rain, let the water, drop and drip off don't let it affect you it's not going to percolate your skin so so that's that's the attitude you need to have towards the negatives you know just just mm-hmm. let them just take everything that comes at you good or the bad and just keep going and then as far as possible two aspects to it one is strategy and one is the tactical aspect of it right strategy planning all of that is great you need to do that you need to be able to do that but you need to get tactical in order to ensure you have outcomes just planning doesn't help you got to plan but you got to act on it mm-hmm. and then there are two aspects to it one is there are things that you will love there are things you will you don't love is, there are strengths and weaknesses every one of us has for some of us the creative aspect of it is your strength the technical aspect of it probably isn't or vice versa but you need to go at what your strengths are i think you know we've always been taught that if you have a weak area focus on it and try to make it your strong area your weak area is innate it's never going to be your strong right, area right right no matter how much energy you put on it you know you put the same amount of energy on a strength as well as a weakness there's possibility that your strength will just double triple itself you know you will you will kind of jump leaps and bounds by focusing on your strength than your weakness you can put the same energy on your weakness you'll have very marginal growth in your weakness So those are some of the things that people need to recognize in order to get going on their journey. And one thing is for sure, no one else can do it for you. You got to take that step forward. And once you take, take that step forward, you'll find the help, you'll find your supporters and everything, the entire world will rally around you in order to push you forward.
0: There was so much richness that you went into there. And I want to be able to dive into each aspect of them because I feel like it is so incredibly important as we're talking about becoming bulletproof and, and, you know, really reaching the outcomes that we want, you know, and talking about the first part, which is the authenticity, you know, and realizing the absolute importance. And I realize that a lot of people think that that's a, that's a little bit too fluffy, right? They're really looking for some hard strategies and they're overlooking these the simplicity and the importance of being authentic right and and you've pointed out so many good reasons why we have to be authentic and we realize that it's because of those naysayers right and then you kind of start talking about drive you know as as we're realizing a lot of people are not going to agree with our journey you know and they're wondering what's wrong with you and they're questioning you along the way it's interesting that we have to actually as entrepreneurs Work within our own mind to have more mental strength to keep on this journey to have this drive towards achieving something because it would be so easy for us to just we're hearing this negative input every single day and they don't understand who you are and the journey that you're on like what you were talking about how people had no idea Um, what it was that was going on in your mind, but you had that mental strength and that's what it takes. It's like, let's not talk about what it takes to market your business. Let's not talk about what it takes to launch a product. Let's talk about what it takes to have mental strength as you're on your journey. So you can stay focused and have that continued drive. And then as you're talking a little bit more, you realize that there's so much more you're, you're you're talking about how no one else can do this journey, but you, right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted you to talk a little bit more about that, because you you were alluding to that just now. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's so incredibly important, because We have this message inside of us. We have these hopes and these dreams that we have to get out there in the world so that we can literally create things from there.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, we truly don't understand the kind of an impact that we can make on people, right? And it could be one person. If you have impacted one single person, that's worth the effort. And I'll give you several examples of this. One of the things that I did. I, I you know i i recently met a uh, one of my you know far flung relatives here in the us and at some point in my life he came over to me he spoke and we we chatted and all that and then he said hey you remember you brought me that uh, puppy and i'm like i'm i'm kind of you know going back in my memory trying to figure out when and who i gave a puppy and then i realized that uh, you know, he was uh, one, of my, uh, one of my dad's you know, second cousin's kids. And at one point in time, I had visited their house and the kids were crying for a puppy and, and the dad was kind of dissuading them. And you know, a friend of mine happened to have a few pups born the previous day. And I said, okay, I can probably bring one over. And I, I did. And then you know, it grew up with them and all that. But that thing stuck in his head. You know, so so many years later, he comes back and reminds me of it. And I'm like, I was sitting there thinking, I forgot totally about this thing. But imagine this, you know.
0: It impacted after, his life.
1: It impacted his life. After so many years, he probably has great memories with that And, you know, he's grateful for it now, even now, after so many years. That's the kind of an impact, even a small gesture mm-hmm. of kindness or whatever you, you call it would do. You know, for me, it was just, you know, I was like, okay, my friend has it. I'll just give him one, get him one. And that's exactly what I did. It, it, I didn't really spend a whole lot of time thinking about it, but it's amazing the power of what you do and how it affects somebody else. Even even this, right? What you and I are talking here, who knows who'll get inspired by yes. listening to this. And, and that's the whole point of it. The point is not consciously to go out and inspire, but the point is to be your own true self, your authentic self. And like I said, it'll reflect back on the world. And, and, and pe- people you- get
0: so stuck in their mind, they're like, you know, I, I don't know what to do. And really, what you do is you share a piece of yourself you just share your passions exactly. and that is what ultimately is going to sell your products believe it or not i mean people are looking for these strategies these hard strategies when it's really something so incredibly simple to be able to speak your message and your passion and just touch one person's life
1: and and it's you know it's it's not even Today's, today's market is not about I'm on this high pedestal and I'm here to pontificate and sermonize and I know the truth and I'm passing it down, down to you. No, those, that's not how it works. How it works is this has been my experience. I went through this. This is what I learned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for anybody who's willing to learn from this, here's my message. And there'll be a lot of people just like you who have been in the same situation or who who don't know where to turn. And guess what? It'll resonate with those people. They will come looking for you. It's not about, like I said, it's not about the technology. It's not about where you advertise, how you advertise, how much money are you spending on it? What tools are you using? It's not about all that. It's about how authentic is your message? Where is it coming from? Is it coming from your heart or not? Are you saying it because you have something to share? Or are you saying it because you want to sell something, right? It, there's a difference there. And if you're trying to sell something, guess what? You're putting in layers of marketing and layers of makeup on it as to how you want to sell it. You know, one of the things that I've done with my podcast, you know, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts before I started my own, and there's this intros and outros, right? And there's there's this music playing and then there's big voice in the background that comes and announces the podcast. And then it talks about what a great podcast it is and before it even goes into the podcast. And for me, it's very simple. It's me talking. It's my podcast. It's me talking. I have a topic and I want to cover it. And, you know, my episodes even range from, let's say five to six minutes, all the way to about 30, 35 minutes. If it's an interview, it's about 30, 35. But generally, if it's me talking, I try to finish it off within that you know, between five to 15, 20 minutes. And it's all on point. You know, I'm not about fluff. You know, you, you listen to me, you'll start, you'll hear me welcoming people. You'll hear a, a 10 second or a five second bit of music. And then boom, it goes into, this is the topic. This is what we're going to cover. And we jump into the topic straight. It's about giving value, right? That's what podcasts are about. So yes. that's what we need to do because who wants to hear fluff? Nobody wants to hear fluff. They just want to hear something, if it's going to make meaningful change in their life or not. That's what everybody out there is looking to do. And this, we, we live in a world of an influx of information right now. It's kind of overwhelming. You, you try to just try, just for me, right? Even trying to start a podcast, it was overwhelming the number of people mm-hmm. out there ready to teach you how to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you could probably just get on Google and spend about a couple of hours and then you'll figure it out on your own. That's how I did mine. But the point is, it's it's overwhelming out there and you also need to be choosy about what will work for you and what will not work for you. And in a market where there is overwhelming influx of information, authenticity always works.
0: I love that. It's so important. But here's what I'm thinking right now. And I know, you know, maybe my audience would be thinking about well, you know, let's talk about what's working now. Because we realize okay, there's a lot of consistency here with people who have become bulletproof or who are working towards becoming bulletproof. We realize that there's a lot of characteristics and having a, a strong, high performing mentality. And resilience and all of those other things that we're talking about. The thing is, is where you are now is not where you thought you'd be. You're still in a position where you're still looking at what the outcome is going to be, because you're really not even sure where you're gonna go. You know, you've got your book out there, you've got your podcast out there, you've got your products out there, and you're in this stage of a very infant business in a way we've got a man here who has very strong mind very strong drive who knows who he is speaks from his heart and yet you are looking at ways That you can grow your visibility. Absolutely. You're you're looking at ways in which you can provide value to the Mm -hmm. world because you have a message inside of you. And as you were talking about, people die every day. The graveyards are full of people who died with their gift inside of them, with a beautiful message that someone needed to hear inside of them. And this is not the way you want to live your life. It's not the way our listeners, you know, who are fearless and going out there and pursuing their dreams are thinking either. The thing that we realize is that you are on this journey. Here you are in this place and time where you are literally daily working towards reaching a particular outcome. Where do you see your business in a year from now, in five years from now?
1: I think where I see my business is obviously – you know, I've got, a, I've got a roadmap that I have put together for myself. There are about three more books in my head that I want to get, you know, written down and published. And, you know, two of them, I'm kind of making progress on them. But in the next two to three years, I would like to see all of them published. So that's one thing that I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Second thing is my podcast is growing. I will continue to, I'm very consistent with it. You know, I, may, I think one of the key successes for podcasting is consistency. It's about, you know, finding uh, value, providing value in what you have to say, but at the same time, finding the seekers of that value, attracting the seekers of that value. And then, you know, you have social platforms where you can put it out there and that, that's how you get it out there. At the same time, you'll have, you'll have that minimum viable audience. You know, that's what i like to call it. The minimum viable audience will find you. When I started my podcasting, I had no clue who was going to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, now I have thousands of downloads on those episodes because people will find it. You know, across the globe, I look at the map. You know, as to where it's getting downloaded, it's 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 amazing. Some of the countries are so small that you probably didn't hear of them, but there are people out there who are listening. So there's, there's there is definitely value that's spreading. I expect to kind of grow it, continue to grow it. Uh, my my intention is to definitely keep that podcast going, and then my courses that I've created are purely out of my experience and, uh, you know, what I've learned over the years and I am going to leverage these courses and, and grow them and try to impact as many people as I can about in about between two to five years from now where I see myself is probably, you know, continuing the podcast, having my books published, speaking across the globe and then trying to get my message across the globe in as many ways as possible. And whatever I need to do in in terms of tactical measures, I will make sure that uh, I continue to do that. I think it's interesting, right? We are at a point in my journey where I am in the, like you said, I'm in the journey right now. It's not like looking back and reflecting on a journey that's happened and how you've reached your successful milestone. I'm in the journey where I'm making progress. You know, I've connected with uh, different people uh, who've done really well for themselves in the coaching um, and the influencer space in australia, South Africa, India, and then you know I expect to do things with them at, at a point in time where we can we can work together and try to get the word out to as many people as we can. I think this is an important time in our life and in our careers, and I think there are a lot of people like me who have had um, you know rich professional careers and who have a message that I think they need to distill and they need to share so that they can impact the maximum number of people and the other thing is we live in a time where it's so easy to connect across the globe we also live in a time where the 20s people in their 20s are doing all this you know why because they grew up you know they had they did not they do not know anything better when this when they were born the social media was out there, the computers were out there, that's what they grew up in. And it's amazing to see as the amount of clarity some of these 20 people in their twenties have. I look back at myself and I talk about, think about my twenties. I didn't have that kind of clarity <laughs> back then. So it's pretty amazing. I look at my own kids and you know, my 16 year old, like I said, he, he seems to have amazing clarity in his head. And so I wish I had that kind of clarity, but we're at a point where we are. But I think the advantage for the people who have had careers, is you have so much more to share than the than the guys who are in their 20s. They haven't experienced life. You've experienced life. You've seen for what it is. So there's so much more for you to share. And I think it's time you come out and start doing that.
0: That's so good. So here you are, you know, you you are you've got your battle plan, so to speak, for the next year, you know, two to five years from there, which I love, by the way, and I I recommend that anyone do, you've got to have planning, you've got to be able to get that clarity, you've got to be able to know, you know, short term goals and long term goals where you're going to be and, and certainly understand, though, at the same time, that where you end up may not be at all what you thought, and where right. you thought you're going to be, because I mean, like, look what happened, you know, where you are getting laid off and that sort of thing. So um, what I I think the listeners want to know at this point is, what are your plans in getting there, right? So maybe some tactical stuff, you know, talking about being bulletproof along the way, you know, uh, realizing that you're becoming more visible and you're trying to stay grounded. I hear that with a lot of what you're saying here that, you know, you, you have a heart and a mind that is of service and your, your authentic self is someone who is a giver. You are serving the world in a very deep, authentic place. And I really want the audience to hear that because there's so many people that are just so into it for the money and there's nothing at all wrong with Wanting to make money. We need money. We need money to have our lifestyle the way that we've had it before if someone's had a layoff or something. And we need money to be able to help our children, um, you know blossom and become who they want to be we need money to reach our dreams for God's sakes and we need money to be able to make the world a better place and and to donate and tithe so money is a very big part of our journey the thing that I I, I realize is that it's it goes deeper than that right sure. because we as an authentic person who is a heartfelt service oriented person there are um, people out there who feel like they can't necessarily promote their businesses because they think that it's not heartfelt. It's not service oriented. And yet sales and promoting is in, an, in itself service, right? So looking at your goals a year from now, five years from now, how you're actually going to get there, staying authentic and service hearted. What are your plans?
1: You know, uh, absolutely. Before I talk about my plans, one thing I wanted to, uh, you know, catch a remark that you made, which is the money aspect of it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I'm not saying that we should not even be concerned about money. Absolutely. You know, I think there's no shame in agreeing that you need to make money. If you don't make money, you know, you don't make You can't
0: reinvest on. it in your business.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, like I say, it's no money, no mission, or no mission, no money. You know, it's all tied together. And like they say, you know, when you get, get on an airplane, what do they tell you? You know, when that oxygen mask comes down, you put your own mask before you put it mm-hmm. for the next person. It's like that. You need to make money because if you don't make money, you cannot allay your day-to-day financial Concerns and fears, because one, once you're free of them is where your best self comes forward, so you need to make money with whatever you do, and there's no shame in accepting that the money has to be made that's
0: right you
1: can you can be authentic at the same time you can make money I think mm-hmm. they're all intertwined together
0: they are
1: at the same time i think from my my strategy is one is this right i'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm featuring as a guest on several podcasts. And viewcast so that I can get my word out. Um, I'm uh, doing, I'm using social media as I should, you know, whether it's Pinterest or Instagram or uh, Facebook. I've actually formed Facebook groups, you know, for some of my courses. I use them to attract the right community and then provide value through my groups. It's not uh, to just sell it's it's to provide value and create a community and at some point you will attract different people and then you will have people who will buy into your courses so that will definitely happen and i think there's a lot of like minded people out there who want to be able to do something for themselves while they're out there serving the world so so that's another strategy out there like i said i'm networking it's a big big deal you know uh, networking with the uh, like minded coaches, as well as influences across the globe, uh, wherever you want to make an impact. And then trying to figure out how you can work with them in partnership and do different things. So there's that. So that's where, you know, if I want to get my name out in South Africa or Australia or India, I need to find people who are doing similar things there and then probably get on, um, get on uh, events where we can talk together so that's one way of getting your word across, spreading the word across, then working with companies, reaching out to corporates, where you can actually come in and talk about some of these things. And it's about culture. It's about employee culture you're talking about. It's about the kind of a mindset you have. And this is a win-win for companies. You, when you're paying people money to work for you as an employee, you want them to come with their authentic selves to work. You don't want them to come with a different mask, you know, to work where you don't know who they truly are just for the heck of a paycheck. And I think that's important for corporations to understand so that they allow for that true authenticity to come through with people because you guess what? That's where innovation happens. That's where the best of client service happens, customer service happens, and I think That's the message again, back to some of the corporates. At the same time, you know, I'm leveraging uh, LinkedIn. I'm leveraging uh, YouTube. Absolutely all the social channels that are out there. Um, I'm getting into ads as well. You know, I'll be putting ads out there in order to find the right people. And I think it's a two-way journey, right? One is you're reaching out. The other is them getting attracted and reaching back to you. So I'm doing all the general things that you would see everybody else doing. Plus, I'm trying to do a little bit more in terms of what others are not doing. I think the networking aspect of it is very key for me. Um, And I think uh, it's a win-win for everybody. You know, whoever you network with, whoever you partner with, as well as the end clients, it's a win-win for everybody.
0: And with all of that, with my knowledge, my background, and my experience, I know you will succeed. You will be able to provide so much value in this world with your expertise, and your heart-centered sales, I know that you will succeed. It's going to be amazing for you. And I, I feel so incredibly blessed and honored to have you on the show today to be able to help my audience go out and be fearless while they're pursuing an entrepreneur journey so that they can be bulletproof too. Rajiv, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure.
0: This week's episode was jam-packed with great content. And now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly. And also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, If you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes, too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps, too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.